0: I'm Andrew Norton, and this is Completely Optional Knowledge. Alison Broverman is a self-proclaimed nerd, specifically when it comes to language. I actually asked her for her nerd credentials, aside from the fact that she is, of course, calling into a podcast to ask about science.
1: (laughs) That's not enough. I'm a, a writer, and I also am a bit addicted to cryptic crossword puzzles. I'm just thinking about when I was in high school, when I named my cat, named after three of the things that I was really into at the time, which was art, classical music, and theater. So my full name for my cat was Renoir Mozart Olivier.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's that's really nerdy. But fortunately for Allison, we appreciate and we celebrate nerdiness in all of its forms. And Allison has a question that I think is interesting to nerd and non-nerd alike.
1: What is the coolest official species name?
0: So you're talking like a latin like the long version of a species name, right? That you see in like encyclopedias? Yeah,
1: exactly. I'm always interested in the official names for things. And I'm just sort of curious, what are some of the more interesting ones out there?
0: I have Google up right now. I'm just going to find a couple, maybe like common species and find out what the scientific name is. So, okay. Scientific name uh let's say uh sloss because we've, we've talked about sloss oh yeah sure before. i remember that episode so it says fall i don't even know if that's like the right thing that i'm reading uh that might be something else but to me that sounds like some sort of hand cream or something like that yeah i mean i could also do like scientific name for like a dog right canis lupus familiaris like I mean, that sounds cool. And this is how little I know about this stuff. Like that name alone is impressing me. And that animal is like as common as it gets. So... (laughs) You know, that makes me think, what would be an answer that would satisfy you? Like, what are you after? Are you looking for something badass or what?
1: Yeah, I mean, badass sounding or really uh, sort of like poetic and beautiful as well. Also, maybe uh, like the, the Canis lupus familiaris, something that has a, a clue to what the animal actually is. Like any of, any of those things, I think, would qualify for a cool official species name.
0: It's almost like you want one that you can tell someone about, and they'll be like, "Oh, that is pretty cool. Yeah, maybe we should expect a bigger reaction from our friends, but it's just'm <laughs> saying, "Oh, that's cool is enough for me I think yeah
1: but. The other piece of it is I'm really into like the, the, the trivia aspect of it, so something that's sort of easy to remember mm-hmm. that I can like maybe pull out in bar trivia
0: and just blow everyone away. Hey, if you're looking for trivial knowledge, you've come to the right place, Allison <laughs> <laughs> I'm Andrew Norton and this is completely optional knowledge. Brought to you by Greenpeace. Ask. Inquire. Seek the truth. The show where we take questions that make you go, "Huh?" and we try and make you be like, "Oh." Completely optional knowledge is presented by Greenpeace. Help support the show and show your support by signing up for news and updates at greenpeace.org/usa/knowledge. <laughs> Amber Beavis has the very awesome-sounding title of Senior Researcher with the Office of Australia's Chief Scientists. But before that, she worked as a taxonomist, which is the science of categorizing and naming species.
2: It's not the sexiest of sciences.
0: (laughs) I know that there's like a species name that most people call them. You know, there's the lay person's term. And then there's like a fancy scientific, I want to say like Latin sounding name. So yeah, scientific names, basically there are two parts. It's called a binomial
2: name. It tells you about the evolution of the species just in two words. Because the way we classify species, we classify them into their kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, species. A good way to remember that is King Philip
0: came over for good sex.
2: <laughs> so that's how you remember it
0: i will remember that sentence not necessarily what it stands for to be honest <laughs> so
2: for humans our genus is homo our species is sapiens. so our scientific name our binomial name is homo
0: sapiens huh obviously i know you know homo sapien i've heard that before what are just like, just just run down some other impressive sounding ones for me <laughs> that you've heard of. What are some of your favorites? I'm sure you get asked to do this all the time at parties and stuff, right?
2: I do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So there's a giant fossil turtle. Its common name is is Owen's Ninja Turtle, uh, but its (laughs) its scientific name is uh, Ninjimus Owenii, which is essentially Latin for for Owen's Ninja Turtle. And the explanation that the authors gave for it was basically the name was for ninja in allusion to, and I quote, uh, the totally rad fearsome foursome epitomising shelled success and (laughs) emus from the Latin for turtle. And it was named after a scientist called Owen. Another really cool species name is a phonophelma Johnny Cashi, which was named after Johnny Cash because this this spider species was found right near Folsom Prison in California. Tried to escape. Exactly. And the mature males of the species are generally black, so like Johnny Cash's distinctive style of
0: dress. That's pretty badass, right?
2: I know. And I'm a uh, spider lady going way back, so I like that one. Um, (laughs) Another one I really like, it's... It's a leech, actually, from Peruvia called Tyrannob. Sorry. Tyranob... Oh. See, even taxonomists <laughs> have problems with these names.
0: Yeah, you know it's complicated, but you can't say it.
2: I uh, know. It's called Tyranodabella rex, and it's called that because of its enormous teeth.
0: That sounds like a leech I don't want to mess with, right?
2: No, nobody wants to mess with that one.
0: I don't want to mess with any leech, to be honest, but that one specifically...
2: Exactly. The best species names, I think, tell you something about the species or how it was discovered. You know, it's there for a reason.
0: There's some of these names and the ones that you just mentioned that you liked are are almost like kind of like novelty names, you know, like the Johnny Cash one, the Ninja Turtles one. I'm wondering, are there any just like particularly like badass, cool sounding names that, that you really like? Like, what could I name a metal band after, you know? Oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, all right, here is one. Oh, there's an angle fish, it's a deep sea fish uh, called Centropygy narcosis. So that
0: one Sounds like a disease. It sounds like a condition.
2: Well, it is. So that's the story behind it, actually. So the scientist who collected it, he was doing this deep, deep dive and he got the bends, he got narcosis. And so they said, did you collect anything? And he's like, oh, no, I didn't get anything. But then they looked into his bucket and he had this new species and he just didn't remember <laughs> Collecting them at all. So that's why they named it that. (laughs) So, yeah, species names, I think the best ones do tell you something about the species. And there are, in fact, a whole range of rules about naming species. So, it's this phone book doorstop of a document. You know, for example, the name can't be rude, it can't cause offense to anyone, it can't be a swear word. You can't name a species after yourself. Uh, that's less of a rule, more of a guideline. But it's just one of these things where if you get a room of taxonomists together and you, somebody asks them, can you name a species after yourself, everyone will just go, oh no, no, that's tacky. We don't
0: do that. Gotcha. I mean, it's funny that you say that's tacky, but I'm like some of the names that you've already said, like, I don't understand how there's a giant phone book full of rules, but you can still name something after the Ninja Turtles.
2: Well, exactly. But you know, the Ninja Turtles for folks in my generation, I mean, that's a cornerstone.
0: (laughs) No, I get that too. I had the pizza thrower for Christmas. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I get that.
2: Most people think of taxonomy as this very esoteric science, you know, pure science, science for its own sake. But actually, so many other sciences depend on taxonomy. Taxonomy underpins all the life sciences because it allows you to know what you're dealing with. Agriculture, natural resource management, medicine, pharmacies they need to know what they're dealing with. If you can't name what you're looking at in the natural world, how can you do anything else?
0: Huh. So it's like, you know, go hug your local taxonomist today kind of thing. Oh,
2: yeah, absolutely.
0: Give them high fives. Good. High five a taxonomist.
2: There is, I believe, a National Taxonomist Appreciation Day.
1: (laughs) That's uh, fascinating. And, uh, I mean, I'm glad I'm not a taxonomist because that means my dream of perhaps having a species named after me someday is uh not impossible like johnny cash style
0: one of my favorite ones was i forget the full name but you know uh, it ended with narcosis the one that sounded like the metal band yeah i just love that the person discovered it by accident that's how i someday hope to find a species waking up from being passed out or something and accidentally making a big scientific discovery i think that's the best way you could do it yeah just no effort whatsoever that's the dream You know, I like that when I asked her about Ninja Turtles being a tacky name, instead of defending the naming process, she defended the Ninja Turtles.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's great. I think uh, I've uh, underestimated taxonomists as a fun group of people to hang out with.
0: (laughs) Right. I think the plan is like ingratiate yourself to a taxonomist and then when they have to name their next thing they're like you know allison's really nice (laughs) and you know like you just somehow get in good with with these taxonomists
1: yeah goals for 2017
0: exactly you're nothing until you got yourself a species named after you completely optional knowledge is presented by greenpeace and unlike other podcast sponsors they don't want to sell you a domain name or something like that not that there's anything wrong with that they just want to keep in touch. So visit greenpeace.org USA slash knowledge to sign up for news and updates. It's really easy and you'll be helping support the show. Completely optional knowledge is made by J.P. Davidson and me, Andrew Norton. And Breakmaster Cylinder created our theme music. Visit completelyoptionalknowledge.org to subscribe to the show, to hear other episodes, and of course, to ask your questions, because after all, we can't make this thing without your questions. And please, the weirder, the better. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back in two weeks with more Completely Optional Knowledge. And hey, do us a favor. If you do subscribe to the show, give us one of those ratings on iTunes, man. They really, really help us. And if you have already, you know, tell a friend. Tell someone on Facebook about this podcast.